Let's go. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Hey, can we talk sports, moms? Yes, I miss. I be missing y'all guys. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Yes, indeed. Listen. Thank you, everyone that has joined in. Listen, don't forget to follow us on IG and on Facebook and YouTube. If you're following us on YouTube now, don't forget to like the button, the thumbs up, subscribe, subscribe. Facebook, like, tag, share. There are so many sports moms and dads that need to follow us. So, guys, this is your girl, Kawashika. And I'm Karen, just Karen tonight. No K-Dog. No K-Dog. <laughs> and I'm Carbon, a.k.a. Mama D. Yes, guys. So welcome to the show. Can we talk sports? Yes, ladies. So what y'all do the weekend? Listen, y'all. I went to Maine. What? Maine. You're like, talking way up there in the uh, way in the corner. Maine, the University of Maine. You know, my nephew that plays football for Elon University, they were playing the University of Maine. And I took the road trip. I'm like, I'm going. First of all, Maine has been on my bucket list. Like, I wanted to see the lighthouses. Okay, mind you, I didn't get to see a lighthouse. Wow. <laughs> still sad about that. I'm gonna have to, it's still on my bucket list. But uh, I got me some Maine lobster and I got to watch the game and we won 33 to 23. So go Elon. Yeah. Wow. That is wonderful. <laughs> Maine. Now was it cold up there? No. No. Like I took I took like a a poncho that was like a blanket and I took extra hoodies and stuff. But when I tell you we got in that game by it started at noon and well, before it started, I was taking my hoodie off. Like it was hot. I just had on short sleeve shirt. It was probably in the high seventies at good. night. At night it did cool off. I needed my hoodie, but no, it was like fifties, sixties. No, it wasn't. It wasn't as cold as I was expecting. Hey, mean girl hockey. Hey, yeah. Hey, mean girl hockey. Welcome. We're about your sport today, mean girl. Hockey. We got your we got your topic tonight, Mean Girl. Yes. <laughs> hey, you guys. Um, you know what? Um, you know, I think it was last month we had a hockey player on the show, uh, Shania Tinkler. And so, you know, tonight we just decided to make this a series. So we talked to a black girl who was a professional hockey player. So now I'm so excited about this show. We're going to really go a little bit deeper into the fans that support hockey. And so I'm just excited to have Miss Angela on the show. So you guys go and share this video to any hockey group or if you know anybody that that is interested in being in hockey, tell them about this show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, before we do that, my weekend, guys. So my son, of course, you know, coach, he's a coach uh, for Navarro. And so they played a team in Midlothian, Billing Junior College. So, of course, we was able, the family came out 
Um, thank you guys for coming out. If you're watching, supporting my son as he, you know, do his thing and coaching. And so it was a great experience. Now I'm like, okay, this is a different experience for me. I'm normally watching sports, you know, for them, for them playing on the field. But now I get to see him coach on the side of the field. So that was a great experience for me. Um, and I enjoyed it. Even though we lost, it was a great game. It took me back to high school, junior college. Like, oh, my God, I love games that go back and forth. You score on me, I'm scoring back. You score on me, I'm going all the way to the end. Guess what? So, yeah, so it was exciting. And shout out to Navarro. Bulldogs. All right. So, Kawashika, so how does it feel like being the mom of the coach? Because now you that's a totally different hat. Like, right. you know, when you're a parent and they yelling at the coach, you're like, mm, well, you know, whatever. But now you're the parent of the coach. So, right. Okay. So, Some different roles. Right. So, it's like I had to change my hat. Right. Exactly. So, Okay, do I, you know, I have to be more professional, <laughs> you know, uh, not run around and, you know, act like this crazy woman. <laughs> uh, and so I sat there first and second quarter, acted, you know, my age. But when it came, <laughs> when it came third and fourth, I got into the game, actually got into the game because, like I said, they were going back and forth, back and forth. And so, Yes, I let it loose after that. Listen, I'm 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 a sports mom at heart. Yes, so I'm cheer you on to the end. I always say go to the end. I don't care if you lose it. Yes, I, you play hard <laughs> till the end. That Listen. last second. Yes, and then I'm sitting right there by them, so I'm, I'm go go. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I'm like coaching. You no, you wasn't sending in the plays, was you, Kawasha? <laughs> <laughs> This is not it. Keep going. Keep going. I am so proud of you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's good. It's so, just the beginning. Just the beginning. I know mm -hmm. y'all watched some good games this weekend. So. Uh oh, yes. Da, da, da. <laughs> so, you know, okay, so the game ended by six something. Okay, guess what I need to do now? Now I got to run home to watch USC versus utah i said lord if you don't give me no strength right now <laughs> now now i gotta switch roles again go back to the football mom and so of course i got to watch the game um on fox 4 and i'm glad they put it on fox 4 you know everybody can watch or whatnot and so again mm -hmm. um usc they didn't look i mean they didn't win utah they they came on in but um i wish i can coach that team <laughs> You know who needs a coach? No, 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 no. Stay in your place. Kawash, <laughs> showing out, guys. We showing out. Listen. Yes. Okay, Mom, right. So we got a hot topic coming up, Kawash. What is it? Oh my God! So 
after that game, of course, I didn't get to watch it, uh, but Alabama and the Texas Aggies. Oh, my God. Now, those are the games that you live for. Um, yeah. And basically, the, 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 the meat of the game, don't get me wrong, but the meat of the game was watching his family, Seth's family. That's it. Yes, Seth's family. We have a video. Go ahead and tune in. jump that wall <laughs> Listen, guys, let, me, let me just go in when i say when i seen it when i first seen it, and i actually seen it on ig uh sports center that's where we got our, i got the feed from i cried i cried i literally literally cried because that is the excitement that is the environment that you want to be in and the family support like everyone was depended on him everyone was you know hoping that he make the kick which is number 47 he it, everything was on his shoulders but just to see his family and the support and his fiance oh my god she cheered him to the end and when he made it she did that she jumped over that rail like it was nothing and did you <laughs> see him praying praying the the praying. Yes, the mother, she it was on the side of her and she she closed her eyes. She did. She closed her mm -hmm. eyes. She's a little mm -hmm. older. Come on. She closed her eyes. She ain't been doing all that jumping and shouting. She mm -hmm. closed her eyes and said some words and you know she was praying. And then you mm -hmm. got the dads and maybe an uncle on one side and then the dad on the other side. They, you know, they got a man up and mm -hmm. put on, you know. And so when it happened, they both dropped down on one accord and hollered and it just so amazing yes. how they were just on one accord unity and the family excitement and support and it's just i love that that's what i live for football is family any sport mm -hmm. really. yes really it's about coming together supporting one another rather it's your son or not it's mm -hmm. about coming together mm -hmm. so I enjoyed it. I loved it. I cried. Every time I watched the game, I cried. I remember the Soto games. Oh, yes. my God. We will be all holding hands. We'll be all praying. We'll be all excited and anxious. And it just brought back all those memories. Especially yes. the Soto. And then even in Little League, like, we don't want Super Bowls. My kids don't want Super Bowls since they was in Little League. <laughs> so I'm telling you, Super Bowls, championships, state championships. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is, and it's just it's, it's a blessing to win. It, it, yeah. it, I enjoy it's a blessing to beat the number one team. Yes. I'm always like, let's share the love. Alabama been winning too much. We need That's somebody right. else to stand up in there. And so Texas A&M did it. And you know what? We got a solo player on the Texas A&M. I had to we do. We do really. We do. I see. I did see that. We do, and it's like. 
greatness really come from DeSoto High. Y'all better recognize, come on, put up and always. Yes, recognize yeah. it. Greatness come from DeSoto. And I just appreciate those coaches because they bring it out. And, yes. and our our kids done went to some amazing schools they should have. And yes. so absolutely, absolutely. Texas mama, mama talk about road time. Texas, Agnes, come yes. on, our hometown. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so what we got coming up next, you guys? I'm so excited. Yes, let's okay. get Okay, okay. Well, listen, you guys. Coming up next, we have she's a, a avid hockey uh, supporter, and um, she has really uh, she's really passionate about changing the demographics, uh, not just on the on the ice rink but also in the stands of hockey um we want to see more of us and she has really um supported seeing more of us in hockey games on the court on the um hockey rink and uh in the stands so we're so excited uh to welcome miss angela shank to the show today so watch this video and then we're going to talk to her, okay? I was in Pittsburgh when I became a hockey fan, which is why the Penguins are so close to my heart. We ran into traffic and I remember watching people in yellow and black crossing the street, cheering, excited. Um, and I'm thinking, what is this all about? I started reading about hockey, looking up what the terms meant, um, listening to games. Come on, Penguins! I would go to a game and I would look around the arena and not see any faces that look like mine. And after a couple of years, I got kind of curious as to where were the black girl hockey fans? Were there black girl hockey fans? I had been looking on social media for black girl hockey fans. And once I found a good handful, we started a group chat. And I jokingly called it the Black Girl Hockey Club. I love the sound of it, it sounded like, you know, we were actually really hockey players and we had our own little club going on. We did that for a little while and then we said, hey, let's get together and go to a game. We went out to Washington, D.C. and we had a group of 45 people with us, um, ages two all the way up to 85. And it was, it was so much fun. I had never experienced anything like that before. I just love getting the people together so that they can get to know each other. Whenever I see people posting pictures on Instagram or social media, and it's two black girls at a game that met at a black girl hockey club meetup, that warms my heart. I love to see stuff like that. I think the Black Girl Hockey Club gives us a chance to kind of come together, support one another, and then also show the hockey world, like, we're here, we're a part of your community. I never thought Black Girl Hockey Club would get this big. I just wanted to create a space to bring people together. I think that's amazing. And the fact that Black Girl Hockey Club has members all across North America and People are vying for us to come to their arenas.
it's exciting to know that there are people out there who are finding us and wanting to be part of it and wanting to experience what we're doing. I feel that there are African-American women hockey fans out there that have not been seen. I don't believe it's a new thing. I believe that it's something that just has not been noticed until now. And that's what Black Girl Hockey Club is all about. It's about giving these black women a voice and a space to stand up and say, I'm here. I enjoy the game just like you. I'm no different. I am so pleased and honored. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I got so much FOMO watching that video. I, oh uh, that was a game we went, we went to. It was one of our meetups we had in Pittsburgh where they, the Penguins pulled out all of the stops for Black Girl Hockey Club. Wow. But as an organization, their front office is on point. They have Black women that are hired, that are there. Tracy McCants, Lu, Tracy Lewis McCants, Davino, Davina. They are there and they are making waves and making changes. And when I said we had two, three days of amazing activities with them, it was Black History Month and uh, it was just, it was like family. We felt very welcome. It was fun, exciting, and just loved it. And uh, we had a chance to give back to some of the neighborhood kids that were living around the stadium. <clears throat> that was a beautiful sight. It was amazing. Wow. That's good stuff, Angela. So listen, we play a game called Would You Rather? Um, and so I'll start, okay? So we know how much you love hockey, but would you rather be on a beach in the Caribbean or in an ice hockey rink? Ice hockey rink. <laughs> oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. That's just... Wow, I'll bundle that with your hat and coat. It gets hot though because you're all ginned up. Yeah, when not you start cheering? <laughs> I mean, it's just um, it's not even that. Yeah, and I love the beach, and I love the Caribbean. But yeah, mm -hmm. hockey rink. Maybe because of the Rona, and I haven't been there in so long. <laughs> you're missing it. <laughs> I'm missing it so badly right now. It's it's. I was like, wow, I really am miss. Ooh, <laughs> this is worse than I thought. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's it's. I just uh, it's such a freeing feeling that ice you know and so uh yeah <laughs> i never would have thought you know but do you yeah. skate do you ice skate at all well no um i was actually rona has messed up my life so bad in a lot of ways i mean it's touched everybody in a lot of like serious serious ways mm -hmm. but i tell you i had plans we had plans to have our hockey meetups i had plans to learn how to skate i had plans to do some more um um, some hockey, not floor, I did some floor hockey work, but also some ice hockey work. I had just had all these plans. And then she said, no. And I was like, okay. And so I'm thinking next summer. She next said, summer. she said, no. Just she, like said, no. she said, you thought. I'm like, oh. Okay. My question is, would you rather be famous on the internet or in real life? Oh, I think in real life, because I got hide if I had to, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe in real life, I could, I, if, if, if money came with the fame, 
I'd have some place that I could buy where I could go be someplace safe, you know? The internet, they turn on you so quickly sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and for yeah. nothing, I'm like, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so absolutely. I might try, you know, if I had to in person. Yeah. Well, my question was almost close to Mama D. <laughs> then would you rather live on the island or the desert? Island. Because <laughs> <laughs> in the island you have hopes of some rain. <laughs> oh we yeah. hopefully have some, some water. Some, some something crawling around that might get caught for some food, you know. <laughs> Ooh, right. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. thinking the island might stand more of a chance of surviving. <laughs> Right, eating coconuts. Eat some coconuts. Mm -hmm. Right. Amazing. So I'm excited to get into this interview. I want you to kind of just tell us who you are and how did you get into hockey? Okay. Well, um, my name's Angela. And I, uh, as a little girl in the South in Georgia, I actually was fascinated by hockey. I was before all this Google and things like that. And being in the South, we didn't have many outlets for hockey. We didn't really have, you know, I didn't see that many games. We didn't have cable, you know, it was that kind of growing up. And but I was when I did see catch a game or a, a, a clip of a game, I was just really fascinated by the ice and by how fast they were skating and this little puck they were hitting around and just seemed really interesting to me. And so um, years passed, I kind of was like, eh, whatever, because it just wasn't much of a market for it. At least it wasn't an exploited market down there in the South for a mm-hmm. hockey team. So I ended up seeing when I was grown, going with my daughter to a local AHL game, which is like the um, a step below, I guess, the NHL. It's um, kind of a minor league feeding um, system there for the hockey players. And she had to go sing with her choir. And when I say that game, it's beautiful. It's just so ratchet. I was like, oh, my. <laughs> you know, this is great. <laughs> um, it's just so fast. And you're feeling the cold. You're hearing the guys go crashing down the ice and those little knives are skating on these knives. People are falling, sticks are flying, pucks are going places. So it's a very different experience watching on TV than being live somewhere. And people are crashing the boards. Things are being broken. People losing gloves. I'm like, what is what? You know, what, what is happening? It's scoring. It's loud. There's music playing. And it was just such a fun and ratchet experience. I loved it. Hooked. My daughter was hooked. And so we, um, that was about, I have to say maybe four years ago. And, um, so I told my older daughter, I said, well, Hey, you come to a hockey game with us. Just let's go. I don't want to go. That's just, uh, that's stupid. I'm like, all right, but let's go. She went and saw the same thing. I saw. She's like, Oh my God. <laughs> so we're just like, yeah, this is amazing. I mean, it was, it's just exciting. It's so fast moving. I mean, the games are um, they're just over like that. It feels like because they really are quick. You know, it's just a very active and the, the guys are such and girls, women are just such athletes. You know, you have to skate backwards, have to skate fast, have to know, have hand eye coordination, have to be able to think where the puck is going to be. You got to defend. You got to. I mean, it's just and you're moving in this frozen. It's a hockey puck and it's frozen and it bounces all over the ice. And they're trying to catch it and hit him. Someone's in the way. And it's just, and there's a penalty box. People do something wrong. They got to get put in timeout. And you're just like, <laughs> and so oh usually they have like um, some really shady songs they play with somebody <laughs> in the penalty box. I mean, it's just, it's like, a, it's so fun. 
It's just for explaining it, yeah. I'm like, I'm ready to go. I think, need to go. I think you'd all love it. I mean, Kawashika, you, you expressed how it was with the back and forth game with football. You'd be at home <laughs> at a hockey game because it is so intense and it's just fun. You get a good crowd going. Oh, nothing like it. <laughs> so I, I believe I want to attend. Yes. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you you have to. It'd be great to come with, come meet up with us if you can, or if you all go together someplace. It is just um, it's just an amazing feeling, and it really is. You just you're just right there in it, and um, so I'd say that you know after going to those games, and we would sit there, and we're in, we were in Hartford, look at the H A H L game, and I was like counting black people. I'm like, oh, there's one. <laughs> there's the usher. That's another one. <laughs> Oh, contestants. Well, that's five, you know. <laughs> ooh, one more in the stands, you know. And so when we first started going, I was like, why aren't we here? This game is incredible. We could really throw down on this stuff. I mean, we could throw down <laughs> in hockey, um, like everything else that we do. And um, yeah. I was just like, what is happening? So I started doing more reading mm -hmm. and researching and trying to figure out, you know, how, you know, how's it, why is it the way it is? I mean, I kind of knew why, but getting more into why is it was it just so so white you know <laughs> what was happening and um and so i think i was on twitter just kind of bouncing around and i was i don't know how i found renee but i guess something happened and i found black girl hockey club i was like hey what you know <laughs> there's more out there <laughs> and um, yep there we go and mm -hmm. um so I just talked to her a bit on twitter and she's like yeah we're going to have some meetups i think and just kind of chatting back and forth about kind of feeling alone in that space and loving this game so much, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's just a, a feeling like, oh gosh, it's such a wonderful, I wish more people were in it with us. I wish we could share this. I wish we could feel at home and not be like the two or three, you know, there. And I think I missed the first meetup, first few meetups. And then we went down to Pittsburgh where you saw Renee um, and that video is where she filmed that video it was in Pittsburgh, a game that we went to. And Crosby showed out as always, and so it was just um, it's just been a wonderful journey, and very affirming, really, in a lot of ways. I've learned a lot, and I can just kind of um, share my passion for it because we have these little kids, like we, you know, these these little black girls and boys who could be amazing gymnasts, who could be amazing, you know, ice skaters, who could do winter sports, if only they had access to it, you know, to right. sport exactly. Right. We can hear your passion. Yeah. You know, you're so passionate and that's what it's all about. Like mm -hmm. passion about it. Listen, stay home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just you be perfect for it. I mean, you'd be perfect because you are passionate. You know about sports. You know what it is, the family of sports, the sports, the sports uh family that we have that we make. And you guys are be perfect hockey fans. You have a blast. Right. It's rather different. I, I am just <laughs> how much I love hockey. The ladies know, like I took the, the last hockey um, player we had on, I was like, I love hockey. Like I love watching. Mm -hmm. I love watching women's hockey. Yes. I love watching men's hockey. I like when the men are fighting and they're up against the, the wall and I love it. I love hockey. But I've only actually been to one live NHL mm -hmm. um, hockey game. And that was when the stars were really big. Um, the stars were, you know, winning the cup. Or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I would. I'm. I'm in. I'm so in. I want to be a part. 
Oh yeah, so, that'd be great. How, how much it. are the tickets, Angela? To go well, with? it depends. Um, sometimes if you are, like if you're going with your family or friends, like the AHL tickets are a little bit more, less expensive because it's the minor league setup. NHL games can be anywhere. If you want to do nosebleed, putting on the market, gosh, I think I've seen some for like 45, you know, mm -hmm. 50. And then it goes up as you get closer. Mm -hmm. And as you get more used to going to these games, you learn where to sit. Like, don't sit this way. <laughs> you mm -hmm. walk by something or sometimes you're too close. Or sometimes you want to sit behind the penalty box of the opposing team. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know um, and uh, or you want to see, you want to sit where you can, where your team, your home team is going to be scoring twice on the goal twice. So you kind of see where the net is for that. So the, the prices do vary. Well, we've had a Black Girl Hockey Club that many organizations want us included. And so they will often... Um, comp tickets for us. We have one of our meetups there, like with Pittsburgh, they comped all the tickets. The wow. Devils, we went to see the Devils. Um, I think there was a Toronto game that I missed so much <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and the Maple Leafs comped those tickets, you know? So when we have a meetup like that, they usually pay for them. So that's one good way that some people can get there to a game. Mm -hmm. um, and also we have a thing now where a lot of the season ticket holders may say to us, hey, I got like two tickets for next month or next Friday. Who wants to go? They can have them, you know. And so they're ways. Mm -hmm. They're always. Wow. But it can be expensive. I mean, it can be if you want to go out, you know, especially some of these markets, like, you know, you want to go to say you want to go, I'm going to go to a Bruins game. But say you want to go to a Bruins game <laughs> and it's in Boston, it's going to be more expensive, you know, mm -hmm. especially seeing where you sit. But I think uh, there's there's ways. Um, like I go to college hockey games. Like if I need to fix and you want to support the young people playing, you know, we went to a Lowell hockey game in Massachusetts and it was inexpensive, but again, highly ratchet and very fun, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those guys played their hearts out. And so it's, it's just fun to watch on for me, any level, you know, little kids playing college um, women's hockey, which is pretty intense that the rumor for that is like, Oh, they don't check each other. They don't do anything like, you know, that they're fast and they're serious. Yes. You know, and they're playing this game. So. Wow. Because I was wondering, how do y'all choose who, you know, what team you're going to be on? But it's just, is it oh. certain tickets? Well, you know, organizations, they will offer them for it. Like say, you know, oh, do you want to come to our game? Can you do this? Like Seattle Kraken, love them. The new expansion team out there out West, they are on point. Um, and so sometimes we'll see a team will say, okay, can we get people together in that much time? And what offer, what other things will they be offering? Like with the other off ice activities, those sorts of things. Um, but right now I think we're focusing on teams that have signed the get uncomfortable pledge teams that are organizations are really are working to be, um, help normalize BIPOC folks in hockey on ice and off the ice. So we're kind of focusing on those teams right now that we want to go visit, you know, tell us some more happy. about the get uncomfortable. Tell us some more about mm -hmm. that. Well, um, the Get Uncomfortable Pledge is kind of this basically us trying to make sure that hockey is welcoming and open to Black folks, BIPOC, LGBT, LG, LGBTQ. Okay, I can't even get to get out today right now. So, but you know what I'm saying. We understand. Have the folks. And um, what we hear back sometimes from people is like, well, it's uncomfortable to talk about race or to check somebody who's being bigoted about someone's sexuality or their gender. 
And it's about getting uncomfortable for that organization. Like it's, it's not, you can't make change in this way and be comfortable. So you have to promise, I'm gonna do things, real actions, not just symbols, symbols are important, but do things beyond the symbols and get out of my comfort zone to help other people and to make sure this is a inclusive, normalized demographic sport for everybody. You know, I had mm -hmm. to, you know, when I saw that, I had to really think about it and from my point of view as far as getting uncomfortable because I I don't necessarily follow hockey. Mm -hmm. I, you know, in Dallas, sometime I'll be driving down the street and I'll see the games, the mm -hmm. Dallas Star and all the people are, you know, getting ready to go to game. I don't necessarily see us. Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, I automatically kind of, feel like that I'm not included no. because I don't see us. Mm -hmm. And so that get uncomfortable may, comes to me as far as me getting uncomfortable and even deciding to go to a game right. where I may not see us just supporting the sport just because it's a sport. So mm -hmm. I had to really look at myself in that get uncomfortable sport. and mm -hmm. check myself but you have made the game so exciting as far as explaining it. I'm like, I got to experience yes. You got to pick a good team to go to, to go see. Yeah, um, rivalries are always fun. And, you know, and I know what you're saying because, you know, almost pretty much nothing in this country was made for us. So we had to kind of crash our way in and work our way in to get anywhere. What was basketball? Because back in the day, it wasn't a sport that Black people played professionally. Mm -hmm. Tennis, you know, mm -hmm. football is all for these college guys that were allowed in the Ivies, those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Swimming, we're seeing the more of those berries being broken. Golf, all of that, you know. And uh, so it is. I mean, when I went to my first game, I was first of all, I wanted this, I just wanted to, I had to go because my kid was there. So that's why I was there in the first place. I was like, oh Lord, here I am. And I got there. I was like, well, wait a minute, this is actually awesome. And then I was like, wait, who else is here? I'm like, okay, well, it's another parent. I was just gonna see them, they're, they're from the school, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't see many. And so I had to just say, you know what? I like this game. I wanna do what I wanna do. And nobody should keep me from enjoying this game. Come on. And nothing happened to us there. Anything, we're fine. You know, no one was saying anything. Um, next few times we went, I guess the next season, I saw more and more black folks. I'm like, what? Hey, you know, <laughs> and they had the camera, people had the jumbo, trying to dance and do what they gotta do. And, you know, I saw a lot more of us. I was like, what? Something is turning, you know, something is turning. And um, it's just being that first one or first two going, I recommend going with somebody you love, you know, <laughs> go with a little crew if you can. Um, picking a great market like the Capitals, you know, in Washington, DC. Um, the Seattle Kraken, you know, those organizations are working towards being more inclusive. The Penguins, some of my faves because they really are there. Like, okay, you know what he's going to do? Toronto. So finding finding teams like that, you know, because the front office is giving out a certain message, and the team is, and so you know it, it can be a safer place for you, a safe place for you, and be okay. You know, um, but I see what you're saying. It'd be hesitant to see because you you hear the ugly stories, you hear how the crowds can get, you know crazy and like the, the default was racism right so that's you know, they just start going off it's like i've never seen that you know the most uncomfortable situation i've had at the, the province bruins was the ahl team and this one white lady was just looking at me like why are you here my girl if you don't you know just, just turn around you know <laughs> she went about her business but mm -hmm. for the most part really nothing you know um 
people have been wow. very friendly, you know, and just cheering along. And so I just kind of, I kind of observe whenever I go to these games and see what's happening. We went to a game with the Rangers for a meetup there. The Rangers playing gets up the Dallas Stars, ratchet. <laughs> people hit. I was like, why are you all mad? I mean, one thing I like about hockey is that the retribution is swift. Like, if someone does something out of pocket, something wrong, you know you're going to pay for that. You know, in the next minute, you're going to pay for that one. <laughs> and so, no one really gets away with too much of anything. But it's, um, but we were there and they had the um, ice hockey in Harlem kids were there at the game. And they were so joyful. They play hockey. They were so joyful. Having a great time, you know, just to see them up there, just enjoying themselves and cheering everybody on. And this big family. There's about maybe about thirty of them. You know, it was great. And I'd love to see it. You know, so it's the tide is turn is definitely turning. Um, so I definitely would say go to one of our meetups with us. <laughs> you know, you have a great time. I know you will. That's yes, awesome. that's right, Mean Girl Hockey. The yes. Hockey Hall of Fame is on my bucket list. Yes. Rental. <laughs> hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Willie O'Ree just got inducted, not just, but he was inducted to that um, I think a couple of years ago. He was um the first black hockey player in the NHL. He played with the Bruins. Mm-hmm. He's from Canada. Um, and he's actually, you know, could not see in one eye out there wow. playing hockey. Oh yeah. Really? Playing hockey, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> the things they don't tell us. I mean, wow. there's a very there's a great documentary um, made by this gentleman who actually used to live in Connecticut, played for hockey for Trinity College here, and um, they were trying to get Willie into the Hockey Hall of Fame, which is overdue. Again, once again, breaking those barriers. Why isn't the Hockey Hall of Fame already? He should have been a long time ago. But um, they were really pushing his friends, hockey friends from Canada, his teammates were pushing that, you know. And there's a great documentary. It's on Peacock right now, streaming for free if you want, or you can get it on iTunes or Amazon. But it's called Willie. And it's a great film. It talks about him and shows some of the present day players, um, young girls, young boys playing hockey, you know, just how the game has affected them and how the pressures of the game, as far as racism or has, how it has or has not affected them. Wow. So, yeah. And you said it was called Willie? Willie. Mm-hmm. Just W-I-L-L-I-E, Willie. It's on Peacock right now. So you can stream it, you know, just download it and stream that. It's a great film. He's a great okay. guy. He's done a lot of work for kids. Now, I saw on your website that you guys are doing, you do scholarships. Yes. So can you tell us about the scholarships and how people can contribute to it? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, let's go to our... Um, our website, blackgirlhockey.org, and um, there's a little tab, scholarships, so you can just contribute, you know, whatever amount you want to make. And so what we do is we give out um, scholarships to people who are playing hockey, girls, who are black girls and um, people of color who are playing the game. And so what it helps them do is helps them meet those, you know, get their equipment, helps them make it, you know, to the tournaments and the travel. And we award, um, People can apply for more than one scholarship, but then they only can win one for the, you know, um, for that year. So, but it's a great program. We've awarded so many so far. And to see these young girls, these young black girls out there doing their thing and getting on these great teams. And um, I think one was trying to go to the championships in Europe, but I think the Rona, once again, she came through. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but to see these girls, you know, working so hard and just beautiful, beautiful inside and out. And they're just making those strides. You see, 
you see the next generation coming up, you know, mm -hmm. they had the all black line and the Atlanta Thrashers back in the, I think it was the nineties. Um, we just had a black line with Tampa Bay Lightning, all black. The first thing they did, I think it was defense. Yeah. But those really? kinds of things, like, yeah, yeah. There's the, the black hockey players out there and you just wouldn't know it. Right. You know, and they've been there. And one thing I did learn is um, when I was doing some more studying about it, I had this book called Black Ice. It is about the, the um, I have it right here, actually. It's uh, about the Colored Hockey League. Okay. Really? Yeah. And like these people were playing hockey in the Maritimes in Canada, 1895 to 1925. What? Really? Yes. So to hear folks tell it, we were never around. Okay. Right. So these were formerly enslaved people who were living in Canada. And it was mostly the hockey games were around were arranged around churches. It was a, mm -hmm. as a way to kind of keep them disciplined and have a purpose and you know ex, ex, um, exert energy, that kind of thing. And um, they were so good that they would play these white teams, <laughs> they'd beat them, and the teams wouldn't let them play again. You know, they wouldn't play against them again. And so what was happening like back that time, the white teams are more about brute force and physical, like, you know, what do they could do? And the mm -hmm. black teams kind of focus more on finesse. They're also going to be very strong, of course, but finesse, speed, agility. Mm -hmm. So the thing called the, the slap shot that you see now, that was us inventing that, the power slap shot. Really? It wasn't allowed in the NHL for a while. Wow. The, the thing the goalie does, the butterfly block, where they drop down on their knees. Yes. Invented to by stop us. the ball. Mm -hmm. Yep. Invented by us. That was us. Again, was not allowed. Really? And so the NHL has started adapting these things. That's what we did. That was us. You wow. Know? They and never so, tell. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, I was like, what? Did nobody tell me this? Right. <laughs> in my history book. <laughs> right. No. I didn't even know nothing about hockey in Arkansas. You know, we didn't know. No. 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 And, and, you know, and you just think it's just this white game. It's, just, it's kind of like anything else. It's like mm -hmm. the dominant culture can take stuff over and call it theirs, you know, and keep up. Yes. You know? mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that is starting, I think that's starting to change. I mean, you had folks like Herb Carnegie who came out of Canada also. I think he was going to be the first one to be the first black NHL player, but I think they want something with his, his pay was off. He's like, no, I got to do it. Get, you know, take care of my family. I can't do this. So he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. you know? But again, a wonderful man, you know, great player. This is why they didn't have helmets. <laughs> They're out there playing. That's crazy. Linda, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the get uncomfortable, um, get uncomfortable event that's coming up later yeah. this month. Um, that is on the thirtieth. Um, that's right, of October, and basically it's kind of getting uncomfortable at the workplace. And so we're going to have panelists there from Seattle Kraken, mm -hmm. and also someone there from the um, the Ontario, wait, Hockey League OHL. And a few other people also, including Erica Ayala, Ayala who is also um, uh, a person of a black woman um, and Latin, Latina, and she's a sport journal, sportscaster. She's a journalist, a sports journalist. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's going to be a good time to talk about this, how what people are doing, what the organizations are doing to take this seriously. So not all is talk. They're going to be doing real action. You know? Yes. How are they getting more kids past the financial barriers and learning how to skate barriers. I mean, Pittsburgh does a great job having their, their teams open for little children, um, for little black kids. When we were down there in Pittsburgh, 
when the, the besides the gang, like my favorite time was going to a elementary school in the area actually where the stadium is actually placed, it displaced a lot of black families. So they kind of worked and try to repay that in a sense. So they put that stadium as a course in the Hill District, it's a very historical um, district of Pittsburgh, a black district, a lot of jazz, a lot of just black folks. And so what they're trying to do is build a bridge, I guess, and do more um, events with the community. So we got to go to this elementary school and it was, you know, mostly um, black children, boys and girls, and we did floor hockey. So basically had no ice, but we had the sticks and we had a ball. And uh, and also we had um, folks from the um, Penguins organization there. And when I tell you those little kids had not really been around hockey, they know the hockey players, the hockey team, of course, being in Pittsburgh, but had not really played or anything. They took it like ducks to water. It was amazing to watch these kids. They were going after that ball when he got the way. You know, just look around the handle the ball, handle the stick, how to hold the stick. We had Coach Rocky with us, who's a former um, professional player who works with who works with the, Penguin, the Penguins now in their community outreach. Wonderful man. His grandson, who is of color, um, is also a, a hockey player and a great one. When's you know he's doing a lot of good things. But it was the best time to see that light in the kids' eyes. They were so excited and they felt so accomplished, you know. And I think um, the Penguins were giving that equipment to the to the school so the kids could play it during gym. But that yeah. kind of thing, just working with the kids, because it's just such a innocent time and they love it so much. Such a great time with it. And it's like, watch they be prevented from playing this game, you know. Watching they feel like they should, that they would love it too, like anybody else does. And they just went right in. It was amazing. It was wow. really amazing experience. This sounds good. You've turned my eyes on to oh. <laughs> a another sport. It's like yes. <laughs> you have to come out. I mean, it, oh, you won't regret it. It's just y'all need to come to Dallas. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Up in Dallas. We'll go to the hockey fun. game. That would be fun. Yeah, we've been with the Hurricanes, the Devils, a lot of different teams. Capitals, of course, Pittsburgh. Um, the Kraken will be one. Seattle Kraken, they're the new expansion team, and they have been showing out. Um, they, I remember a couple of years, like last year, they had like their promos for their jersey or for their some of their merch, just kind of get people kind of ginned up excited about it. Mm -hmm. Black folks were the models. I was like, who? <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. I mean, to see some... Because you just don't see it. Yeah. And so that's what they're putting out. And for their marketing is like, here, yeah, this is the Seattle crack, and this is these black people running around our jerseys. And it's right. fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it should be like a surprising thing, but with this old tiny kind of sport, it really kind of is. You know, so they're putting their money where the, where the mouth is. It's a great organization already. Exactly. Right. And how can someone join the Black Girl Hockey Club? Easy. Just pop on in there. <laughs> just, you know, pop us on Twitter, but also, uh, you know, go to the website and subscribe to the newsletter so you'll be in the know what's happening. The meetups start going on pretty soon. Um, and talk to us on Twitter. Um, people have conversations. I kind of got started by talking to each other. Um, there's a Facebook group um, that you can ask to join people you know talk about the things that their sons and daughters playing hockey or what good thing has happened to them that sort of thing um one of our members um josh Josvina shot she actually just um her book is that came out today it's called 
game misconduct and it's about hockey culture the toxic part how they can change it mm-hmm. but this came out today mm-hmm. wow you know so we're all running around do what we can whether it be by writing sports casting reach out to the community um gathering up more folks to come to games with us <laughs> you know have those conversations with the organizations like you know hold them accountable like here's a nice little letter on a phone call excuse me what, what happened on your ice what happened when you know some fans did what now and that kind of a thing you know um so just you just you know just go to the black girl hockey club website and um or the facebook page and uh you can join that way and just come out with us you know you can join and come out to um to a meetup we're gonna have some i think pretty much there's one I want to miss. It's in Pittsburgh. I'm so upset. <laughs> but um, major FOMO with that one. But then some more coming up in January next year. I think we'll have some meetups there all around. So it should be some fun times. Right. Now, Angela, this will be our last question. Oh, okay. No. Oh. oh, Renee, tell us about the founder, Renee. Who is she? She is a phenomenal spirit and a force. I, when I tell you, she is so warm, welcoming, and just a driver of change. Incredible woman. I mean, she has her day job, and then she's doing this as a volunteer. This came from an idea that she said, how can we get together and see games together? And now it's an organization where we educate, you know, increase access. We talk to organizations, hockey organizations, to help them figure out how to get themselves on the right track giving out scholarships, making a real change in, in these girls' lives. They're playing hockey. That's their dream. So she is also an author. She's working on a book, and she also wrote the forward for the game Misconduct um, that just came out. Um, so when I met her on Twitter, basically, and I met her in real person. <laughs> we went down to Pittsburgh. She is someone who's dedicated to justice and to normalizing the demographic on and off the ice. Um, being supportive and holding um, folks accountable, you know, um, and just kind of being that voice and encouraging others to be that voice. So she is a phenomenon. She is amazing. I mean, this is what she's done, how she's grown the organization and people are calling her left and right. Like, okay, we need you. I mean, from the behind the scenes, I see it, you know, when orgs are calling her like, hey, we want you to come do this. Can you come do that? Can you, you know, because they want to have that stamp of approval, of course, but it's like, you got to kind of work for that. You can't just have us come out via Facebook, yes. you know, um, but she's, she's, she is just um, an incredible person. So Renee Hess is her name. H-E-S-S is her last name. And um, hopefully you can meet her. You know, but she's, I mean, has been one of the most incredible people I've ever met in my entire life to really know how to collaborate and bring the right people together. Wow. So things start pushing forward because really her campaign, her making this Black Girl Hockey Club really started, I believe, turning, helping turn this tide and having organizations say, oh, here's, first of all, here's some more ticket people that we can sell tickets to, yeah. you know, right. the market. <laughs> we didn't know. We never tried. Um, but really looking to her and really help drive that change. I mean, it, it's um, Kim Davis is a black woman. She works for the NHL. She's like the um, VP of um, equity inclusion. And um, the work she does is very important. So, you know, sometimes Kim will talk to Renee. They'll be on the same panels. You know, they have discussions. Um, we're out there. She's Renee's out there promoting black films about hockey. 
pull on ice is one. Um, also, I mean, the biggest thing is just getting people out there, educating them, and having that access and really working to make sure that we all have opportunity to be there, to play, feel comfortable and welcome, mm. all of us. And so she's, she's incredible. Amazing. That's good. Amazing. Such an inspirational. She is. I mean, she, she makes me get out there and do things. So I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> Let me get out here and do some stuff because uh, she is a true leader. Wonderful. Yeah. So much. You guys got anything else? We could probably talk all night with Miss Angela. Oh, yeah. I'm I love, I love wrapped up in here. <laughs> Absolutely. I love ladies. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just excited that we're tapping into an, an area that we didn't even realize we needed to be tapping into. So just the awareness. I'm I'm just really impressed. I'm Absolutely. There's so many little black kids out there playing hockey. They want to play hockey. They're playing mm -hmm. hockey now. You just didn't know because it's like you can't see them. I don't know. I mean, you just don't see them. And they're there. Right. Yeah. The interest is there. You know, I was amazed this weekend. Um, I went to um, Maine for a football game. And I was walking in to get my ticket because I had to go to Will Call. And there was this arena behind um, Will Call. And I was like, oh, it must be a basketball arena so i went in and i was taken aback it was a hockey oh, arena yeah. oh, right yeah. to the football field on oh, the yeah. campus and i was like you would not see that in texas you you just wouldn't in the south you wouldn't see it like it was just as well i won't say just as important but almost as important <laughs> as football on that campus and i was just like wow if in the southern sect in in the southern states if we could get that excited and get our kids that involved yeah, in hockey. yeah I, I hope i wish i wish it were i i mean hockey kind of started was up in canada mostly and so of course it kind of concentrates more around the new england states mm -hmm. and expanding out in southern they had the atlanta thrashers they just they just mishandled excuse my french that team mm -hmm. and the marketing for that team mm -hmm. you know there could be more black people there and while but the people who are in charge is like oh don't put the camera on the black people in the stadium i'm like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway and some of the team some people playing that thrashers team are actually playing now of course i mean i think ryan reeves is one of the guys who used to be on the atlanta thrashers but yeah up in northeast there's a lot more hockey it's a kind of yeah. religion for some mm -hmm. people up here i mean i love it but i'm not that you know <laughs> but mm -hmm. it's just like it's it's much more of a big deal you know, a lot yeah. of these towns have the hockey rinks, the little kids playing hockey. It's it's a big thing. And like up here, especially, it's like your kids should be on skates by three. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of black kids are on the skates by three. Right. You know, they don't roller know skates, but not roller blades. Skates, roller blades, but not, they could do that. I mean, they could, if they could skate on some roller blades, they could skate on some ice skates. You know, mm -hmm. and everybody learns to skate. You're not born knowing how. Mm -hmm. You know, there's reason why they can't learn. Mm -hmm. But Maine, Maine's a great state, actually. Um, I love going up there. But beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. The trees um, were turning. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. It was hot, though. It but, really yeah. was. Um, yeah. But up here, we have like the, um, the collegiate teams have a whole thing called an ice bus situation. They have they play each other a lot, have tournaments and things like that. They have a whole weekend of all kinds of hockey. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, but fun. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We enjoyed you. And I'm going to go and join the club because I want to meet up. Yes. <laughs> Me too. And I'm college sports going to yeah. meet up with the black girl hockey. Yes. yes. I, hope so. I mean, really, every, everybody's welcome. I mean, it is, you will have a time of your life. You'll be at home with your sisters. It is an experience. I it's can't probably see all of us there, you know, like that. Yes. So I love yes. that. Yes. Well, thank yeah. you so much. It's been an honor. You guys are amazing. I'm going to sit here and watch the rest of the show. <laughs> you are great. I'm like, tell my friends about this. Are you seen this show? <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, thank we'll, you so much. We'll see you thank again. You. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that is so amazing. Yes. Um, I don't have to really go, guys. No, I'm serious. I'm going. I'm joining. I'm in. I, I'm in. I, look, I want to go to Toronto. I've never I been to Toronto. Talk. Yeah. I want to. Can we talk sports trip? Yeah. Can we talk? Like she said, can we talk sports meets black, black uh, girl hockey? Club. Black girl hockey. Yeah. Yes, and I fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but no, guys, listen, we have Big Mama coming up. Tune in. Man, man, Hey, hey ladies. I enjoyed Angela. I enjoyed listening to uh, I've already gone on Twitter joining up with the club. We're gonna yes. go with mama. I'm you ready going to with go this to, big mama road trip. You know what I was thinking about? My boss in the past always was a season ticket holder with the Dallas Stars. Great <laughs> seats. I would he would give me his tickets, his parking pass. And I would get on whatever and sell them. People be buying them, baby. Because I knew that it was not, I knew we weren't going. Right. I would go. But baby, the people I would come gone. and meet. And I would always meet them at Karen's job because I was kind of like hesitant about selling stuff to, you know who was going to buy them. Um, so I would like meet me here or over there. But um, man, they would come and buy and pay big money for these. Tickets. Big mama. I next didn't know what I had. Tickets. I need to know. Next time you got some I tickets, I need to know. I didn't realize what I had. I did not right. realize what I had. But I'm telling you, they were, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ladies. So I'm going to get started here tonight. Oh, let's see here. Um, Take off my glasses. Well, I probably should put them back on so I can. I don't know why I, put, I have to wear my glasses What so big mama can hear. But let me say, hey, me girl hockey. Girl, you be hanging tough. We, we, now, that's the trip to come see you play wherever you are. Right. But um, so I just have one thing for tonight. Inappropriate, insensitive. Am I shocked? No, no. Unfortunately, I'm not shocked. But I'm talking about John Gruden. So <laughs> that picture, 
but this was a 10 month long investigation 650,000 documents all of this evidence against John Gruden for the things that he had done for these past 10 years and you let him resign you let him keep his benefits you let him keep his retirement you resign you didn't march him out in front of everybody you just let him quietly walk away and resign mm. i tell you that is a whole situation for me but my question is do you think that John Gruden was a sacrificial lamb for a bigger situation? Because I think that there's going to be more fallout. I, I mean, what about the people that ena enabled him? Somebody been reading the email? Somebody been knowing about the toxic behavior? But in, in most instances, some of us, we have two conversations. Hmm. It's just not John Gruden is I'm just looking at him like, oh, he must be the sacrificial lamb. It's too many that has the same mindset. We see that because we see how many coaches we see that because we see how well, I'm still waiting on the, the big new uh, Kaepernick to come back. But all of this blackball and all of these things that have gone on in private. So something bigger has to be. To, to let John Gruden be the sacrificial lamb. It, ain't, it, it is not just John Gruden. It is a room full of people. There are a plethora of people that have the same mindset, these same thought processes, and are on these governing bodies in the sports world that's causing so much havoc. Not giving second chances, not giving another chance, but he quite he gets to resign. Not fired, but resign. He simply walks away and keeps everything. Hmm. But one thing, Big Mama wanna let you know. What goes on in the dark, baby, you best believe it's gonna come to the light. So whoever you are, whoever enabled him, you think they're gonna let you fly? Mm-mm. It's much bigger than that. So that's all Big Mama has for you tonight. Be careful what you do and how you say it. All right, ladies, that's it for me. All right, Big Mama, thank you. Some great words. Hey, you guys, if there's anybody out there that would like to be a sponsor or advertise on this show, you guys reach out to us at canwetalksports at gmail.com. We have some great sponsorship packages. If you need your product in front of an audience, we have great a great audience. So reach out to us. And then if you have a story to share, we love stories. We love sports moms or athletes coming on and telling us about their journey. Reach out to us at gmail.com and you can come on the show. Mean Girl, Hockey email us you can come on here and chat with us we appreciate you being so faithful and and watching our show so anybody else you can come on the show you guys
Absolutely. Absolutely. Come join us. Yes. Yay. All right, you guys, this has been a great show, but I'm sure we have some parent topics, just a, a word to share with our parents. Um, I just want to start out with, you know, we had another athlete that was killed, just senseless violence, you know, somebody else shot into a car and the bullet went off and, and ended up killing him. And so I just, we're going to just going to continue to tell our parents to cover our kids, um, kind of know where your kids are going. You know, I know we can't be there everywhere where our kids are. I just hate when a, a kid's life is short. You know, when we were younger, our uh, grandmother used to always tell us, just wait, just wait, wait till you get older. Nowadays, kids are leaving this world faster than older people. Yes. I don't know what to make of that, but um, just continue to cover your kids um, in prayer and just, you know, be thankful every day that you're able to see them, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm Karen, gonna, I'm, go ahead, Kawashika. Go ahead. On that, like, I think that we need to just stay right there. We don't, mm -hmm. we don't go nowhere. It's just, just keep them covered, guys. Um, keep them covered uh, in prayer. Um, send scriptures. Um, even their friends. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even their mm -hmm. friends who they're associated mm -hmm. with. Even, mm -hmm. you know, one thing, them being on the field, not getting hurt you know, an injury or anything like that, then it's another thing off the field. And so this is like a everyday thing. This is a daily thing. If you don't know how to pray, reach out to other moms. See, that's why we need support one another moms uh, in sports or moms, period, all around the world, you know, because you may not know how to pray for your son or your daughter, but there are other moms that know how to uh, reach out to your pastors, um, your spirit, spiritual leaders uh, that can keep that covering. They need to be literally under a cover, covering. So I am definitely with Miss Karen. Uh, I did see that it was a DeSoto uh, former player, right? Yeah. So um, much prayer goes out to the family and those you know that are connected to team as well. So yes, I'm, I'm going to speak right there. Prayer. Again, mm -hmm. it's a spirit warfare that you cannot see with the naked eye and so mm -hmm. we know it was not his time to go you know God and, and he didn't do that and so we have to cover in prayer every single day in Jesus name in Jesus name Koshika I was I'm in the same place you are and I'm in a hundred percent agreement with Karen. We got to keep our kids covered. Um, here in Mansfield, you know, kids were sh the kid took a gun to school, shot somebody. Like, oh, like you got to cover your kids. You got to pray over your kids. And I just remember when my brother played professional football, and we, my husband and I, would be at the game. And I'm telling you, every time he ran out on that field, I started praying. Like just keeping him covered, like, you know, we got to cover our families. We got to cover their, our kids, their friends, you know, the people that they hang around with, 
we got to keep our kids covered in prayer. And it is a battle. It's a spiritual battle. The only way we're going to win it is praying. Absolutely. Absolutely. The mental, let's bring up the mental that they really do some guys. And I'm mm -hmm. glad show um, exposes that and it's getting more uh, real for me. And, and, and God even brought me back to long time ago with some things that I forgot. Oh my God. I remember a family. I mean, it's, it's getting so serious. And here's the thing. We don't think about it till it hit home. See, mm -hmm. and that's not how God is. We can't be just be selfish about us. Yeah. When we pray and we're praying to cover the nation, the region, the whole yes. the high school, the whole car yes. school, you mm -hmm. know, so when you do that, God will make sure yours is taken care of as well. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So definitely mental, you know, it's deeper than what we think. And it's not, I mean, it, it, it goes beyond what we thinking. It's, 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 it's a spiritual warfare. I'm going to leave it at that. Good against evil. evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. We uh, watch you You're gonna say amen. We take up an offering. <laughs> yes. So you guys, I've enjoyed this show and I'm excited about joining Black Girl Hockey. And I'm excited about going to our first game. And you guys, when we go to our first game, we're gonna go live. You're gonna be able to see the experience through yes. our eyes. Cause my eyes are gonna be so bugged. Like, what, <laughs> what are they doing? Oh my god. I'm going to be so excited. So we're going to go live. We might have to ask them for a media pass and see if we can go live and have our microphones and interview. Girl, oh, we have to do that. Yes, we need our badges, our media badges. Yes. Get ready to book these flights because we coming. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. So good night. Thank you for watching. Can we talk sports?